Welcome to the Nourishing Amy podcast. I'm Amy Rankin. I am an emotional intelligence and life coach, a speaker, a creator, and a wellness chaser. I have created this podcast for you to learn habits, mindset changes, and get really actionable takeaways to find out who you are, what lights you up, how you can love yourself again, and how to live your best life. Give yourself the space to welcome in more self-care and confidence, reduce feelings like overwhelm and stress, and let's find your sparkle again. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hello and welcome to episode 103 of the Nourishing Amy podcast. Welcome back. If you are listening in real time, it is the second official episode back of 2022. And I hope you're having a good year so far. Now, today's episode, I'm actually going to be talking about New Year's resolutions. Do I love them? Do I hate them? What is my perspective on them? And how you, how can you, sorry, best be setting goals for yourself, having intentions for yourself for the year that actually feel really good that you actually want to stick to. So more about that in just a second. Now, my recommendation for the week, I have two. So again, if you're listening to this in real time, you would have seen that the Glow Up Mind Body Reset, my brand new ebook has just launched literally last night. I have put so much hard work into this and I'm so excited about it. So if you haven't downloaded it yet already, head over to my website. It's literally just amyrankin.com and you can download it from there. And we are going to be doing a 30 day reset together starting this upcoming Monday. So that is going to be on the 31st of January. And if you are getting involved, if you are sharing over on your Instagram and your stories and things like that, there is going to be a prize pack awarded. All of the details are going to be in the Facebook group as well as over on my Instagram. So come and check it all out. The Facebook group is just called The Glow Up Mind Body Reset with Amy Rankin. If you can't find any of the links, just head over to my Instagram and the links are all in my bio there for you. So it's going to be a really nice way for you to just feel like you can fill your own cup and to reset the reason that I've done it as 30 days, you would have heard in my previous episode is because I want to create some really sustainable habits for you so that you are ready and in the habit of prioritizing yourself every single day, but in ways that doesn't feel hard and difficult and like a chore for you to be doing. So of course, that's my first recommendation, but my second recommendation is now, look, this isn't going to be for everybody, but there's like kind of two parts to it. So I was just on Spotify and I was listening to another song that kind of peaked uh, or like picked up on a memory that I had. And I was like, oh, I want to listen to the old 10 Things I Hate About You album. I used to listen to that all the time when I was younger. And it really just got me so nostalgic. I was all up in the fields and I was just having the time of my life this morning. I put my diffuser on. I've had the 10 Things I Had About You album playing and it was just such good vibes in the house. 
And it got me to thinking, I really would love to put this as a recommendation, not specifically to the 10 things I hate about you album. If you didn't listen to it when you were younger, because obviously it's not going to have the same feelings or emotions attached, but I really encourage you this week to think about an album that you used to listen to when you were younger, probably in like your teen-ish years, that feels really good for you. So another one that I also really love to listen to is the Dawson's Creek album as well. They're so old school, but I just think like, I don't know, I just remember listening to them and just, I was young, I was so carefree. And it's just, like I said, very nostalgic. So if there's an old album that you haven't listened to for a long time, set up the vibes for yourself, you know, put on your favorite candle or put some of your favorite essential oils in your diffuser, open up all the blinds, open your windows, get some fresh air happening through your bedroom and through the house, pop on that music and just really enjoy being in the moment and get all nostalgic, get all up in the feels. So that is my recommendation for you for this week. Now let's talk about New Year's resolutions. If I think they're BS and some ways that I think is really going to be beneficial for you to be thinking about goals, New Year's resolutions, New Year, New Me, all that kind of stuff. Now, if you've been following me along for a few years, this is absolutely crazy, you guys, that it was two years ago that my previous ebook was released. I was having a look back through while I was updating my website last night, putting up the new ebook. And it told me the date that I uploaded my old ebook. And I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe it's been two years since we were all on the journey together of New Year, same me. Uh, and I did my in-person workshop, of course, just before we all went into the very first lockdowns and all of that kind of stuff. And it was just so much fun. So I can't believe it's been two years. And of course, one of the reasons why I wanted to do a new ebook and a refresh together was because it has been a little while. And I think it's really nice to create that sense of friendship, of community and of doing something together. And yeah, so crazy that it's been two years. Anyway, I digress. Um, of course, from the name of my old ebook, New Year, Same Me, but better. I guess it kind of gives away what my perspectives are on New Year's resolutions, new, new New Year, New Me, all that kind of stuff. I'm in two perspectives of this because in one camp, I do think that like New Year, New Me, like I think the end of the year and the start of a new year does have the ability to reflect and to really think about how do I feel about the last year? What happened for me? I've done a few previous episodes, which you can go back and have a look at literally like the last three or four episodes have been about, you know, setting boundaries for yourself, ways that you can reflect at the end of your week or the end of the month, all of that kind of stuff. And I think that the, the new year or the end of a previous year does bring about the want to reflect and think about, geez, like, what did I do this year? What are the things I've achieved? What goals did I have for myself? How does that make me feel? Do I feel like I am proud of the action steps I was taking? And it's a really nice time to be able to 
think about those things and bring in some gratitude and some appreciation. And also, yeah, have a little bit of a reset and think about, okay, what do I want this upcoming year to look like for me? The reason that I don't like the whole New Year's resolutions and New Year, New Me and why I think we can get rid of it for some of us is that I think it also puts a lot of pressure and I think that also we get a little confused because we can feel very motivated at the start of the year. It's like fresh start, clean slate. What do I want my life to be looking like this year? Setting all these big ambitious goals and we feel really motivated. And you guys will know that motivation is a feeling and like any other feeling, it is going to ebb and flow for you. There is going to be days that you feel super pumped and super motivated and you want to be taking action on all of the things that are going to help you to be feeling really good. But there's also going to be times that you're not feeling pumped. You're not feeling motivated. You don't feel like taking action. And what can happen then when we buy into that is we feel like, oh, maybe this goal wasn't really for me. Maybe it's not really what I want to be doing or achieving. And we kind of are then left not taking action on our resolutions uh, and feeling like, you know, we failed or like, oh, I'll just have to start again next year. So let's meet in the middle of both of those things. Yes, we can refresh. Yes, we can really think about, okay, what do I want this year to look like for me? But we can also be a little kinder to ourselves. We can catch out some of the thinking patterns that can come up. And when we can work through those thinking patterns and those feelings that can come up, it means that you are more likely to stay on track, but also to be able to reflect and pivot and change things up a little bit if they're not working for you. Because just because you set yourself a goal at the start of the year doesn't mean that in a few weeks, in a few months, towards the end of the year, that's still going to be something that you want to be achieving. And it's okay to change your perspectives, to change your goals, for things to look and feel a little bit different for you. I think this is the key here, is that we are coming at this from a place of compassion, from a place of intuition and connecting back to yourself of like, how does this actually feel for me? Maybe... Oh, look, I mean, like goals, there could be like literally thousands of different goals that you could set for yourself. Let's say, for example, your goal is that you want to run five kilometers. Let's just set that as a random goal. While I'm talking about this, I want you to consider what is a goal that you have for yourself this year. It can be related to anything. Maybe it's relating to the social aspect of your life and your friendships, your important relationships, maybe a romantic relationship. Uh, it could be if you've got children, a relationship with your kids. Maybe you might have a goal with regards to your career. Maybe there's a promotion that you'd like to be doing. Maybe you would like to uh, invite a little more work-life balance. Maybe you'd like to get a new job. Maybe you've got some home life goals that you want to be setting, some things you'd like to be doing around the house. Maybe it's just thinking about what does balance actually look like for me this year? Anyway, like I said, there's literally thousands of goals that you could be setting for yourself. But as I'm talking through this five kilometer goal, I want you to think of one for yourself and kind of come along this little journey over the next few minutes with me. So you've set yourself a goal and you're going to be aiming to run five kilometers 
before the middle of the year. So you've given yourself a six month time frame for that. Now, the most effective way to start to achieve your goals is to break your goal down. I mean, look, like there's so many different ways that we can look at goal setting and achieving goals, but I'm going to break it down super simply for you. And I can do another episode actually on goal setting and some proven ways that you can really effectively be reaching your goals. If that's something that you're interested in, come and let me know in the Facebook group or send me a message over on Instagram and I can definitely do that for you. But really simply, we are thinking of a goal that you have for yourself for this example, running 5Ks and breaking it down. Because at the end of the day, if you, so say for example, like me, when I first set that as a goal for myself a few years ago, I literally could not even run 500 meters without feeling like I was so out of breath, so puffed. I was a red beetroot in my face. I just, I didn't have the stamina, the cardio levels, the fitness levels to be running 5K straight up. So for me, it was actually about breaking that down and how that could feel achievable for me because it wasn't just like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then in the next two weeks, I'm going to be able to run this five kilometers. So what we want to be thinking about is, okay, how can I break this goal that I have in mind down for me so that it feels achievable? I'm breaking this goal into smaller action steps that feel achievable. So think about the time frame that you are setting for yourself. And we want this to be a little bit challenging because having a challenge is motivating, but not um, not so challenging that it just feels overwhelming and not achievable for you. So we're breaking it down maybe into six weeks, maybe into three months, maybe into six months. Maybe it's a goal you have by the end of the year. So let's start to break it down into monthly And then let's break it down into, okay, weekly, what would that look like? Now, this is one aspect. Another aspect that I am going to be talking about in a moment is also what are the daily habits that are going to help me with this? So in this five kilometer run example, I would then also be considering, well, yes, it's my cardio and my fitness levels, but there's also other things that are going to come into play here. If I want to be going for a run two or three times a week to be building up my fitness and my cardio levels, I'm probably not going to be drinking every night, for example, and having a few glasses of wine every night. Because I know that if I do that, then I'm not going to be waking up and feeling motivated to be moving my body and going for a run. Realistically, I'm probably not going to be feeling motivated at all. And if I do go for a run, I'm probably going to feel like stopping and having a bit of a spew on the side of the road. (laughs) So we want to be thinking about, okay, how does my lifestyle at the moment and my current habits support this goal that I have? And is there anything that I would like to tweak or change up a little bit? Also, is there things that I'm doing well or that I'm really proud of at the moment that are helping me to move towards this goal already? So thinking about our daily habits that we have as well, that move us towards achieving this goal. Then we are actually taking action and getting clear on, okay, yes, I feel motivated because this is, you know, a fresh start, clean slate, a new thing that I'm feeling motivated about, but also what does discipline look like to me as well? So go and have a listen to the motivation versus discipline podcast episode. If you haven't listened to that one already, it's 
really breaks down the whole concept of motivation versus discipline, why you can't always feel motivated, what discipline looks like for you in that episode. So I'm not going to go into it too much because it's something that we've touched on before. But it's really thinking about, okay, on those days that I don't feel super pumped and motivated, what does discipline actually look like for me? Now, the next thing that we're going to be doing, once you've got your action steps planned out, once you have broken the goal down into smaller steps, once you've thought about what feeling disciplined and taking action while you are being disciplined looks like for you, we also then, as the weeks go by, want to be focusing on, okay, what am I doing for myself here? What am I proud of? What have I taken action on this week that I can really celebrate? Because guys, it is not often enough that you are celebrating your small wins, that you're celebrating your action steps that you are taking. And we can really get focused on that. I'll be happy when, which again is another podcast episode that I do already have for you. So go and have a search for the I'll be happy when podcast episode. I will link these episodes also in the show notes so that you can click through. But what can happen, our mindset can get stuck on that. Okay, I'll be happy when I am running the 5Ks or when I've achieved my financial goal or I'm spending more time with my friends or I've got more quality time with my partner or I feel like I've got more work-life balance. But realistically, let's think about for a minute. What happens when you feel like, okay, I'm setting my bar here for my goal and this is when I'm going to feel happy? What happens once you start to get close to that? Naturally, as humans, we want to be achieving, we want to be growing. Majority of the time, you actually end up moving that bar further away for yourself because you're like, okay, cool, I'm achieving. I'm feeling really good about this. What's my next step? What else can I be doing? And so what that means is this I'll be happy when mindset can really, we can start to get stuck in that, that it's like, okay, well, I've moved the bar further away for myself. I'll be happy when I've achieved that. Wait, 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 wait. Let's take a step back. Hang on. What are you doing for yourself now, though? What are you proud of? How have you gotten yourself to this point already? And let's celebrate that as well. Because I do believe in setting goals for yourself. I do believe that, you know, it's it's part of positive psychology that it gives us meaning and purpose when we are setting goals for ourselves, when we are feeling that sense of also accomplishment and achievement is a big part of positive psychology. And so when we are incorporating those things, it's been proven scientifically that as humans, we do feel better about ourselves. And also another aspect of positive psychology is uh, engagement and flow. And when we are really engaged in activities, when we're in our flow state, when we're feeling like we don't need to check our phone or be calling someone back, or we're not thinking about what we need to go down to the shops and buy for dinner that night, all that kind of stuff. And a lot of the time when we're setting ourselves a goal, maybe it's running, like whatever it is, there is moments that we are really engaged in that activity. We're in our flow state. And so really we can actually be focusing on three of those legs, I guess we'll call them, or three of the modalities of positive psychology with engagement and flow with meaning and purpose, with accomplishment and achievement by setting goals for ourselves. So this is why I really do believe that goals is not a dirty word. 
Setting goals for yourself isn't a bad thing, but we also want to be including these things like reflecting, like being proud of yourself, like bringing in that gratitude, that sense of accomplishment and achievement, like connecting back to your why. All of these kind of things are going to help you to feel more empowered and give you more of a sense of meaning while you are on your way to achieving these goals, whether you call them New Year's resolutions or not. So that's my first aspect that I wanted to talk about. Now, I did also kind of briefly touch on this already, but something that is so much more empowering for you, whether it's setting a specific goal or whether it's actually just thinking about in general, instead of a New Year's resolution, how do I want to feel this year? How do I want to feel? If I could be aiming for one or two feelings, or if there is a word that I could be embodying this year, what would that be? Now, to help you with this, again, yes, surprise, surprise, I've got a podcast episode on this. There is a meditation that you can do, and it is going to help you to connect back to those words, those feelings. It's really going to help you to connect to that and really get clear on, okay, this is what I want to be aiming for this year. So again, I will link that episode in the show notes for you. When we can be getting clear on how do I want to feel, what does it look like for me to be embodying that feeling and aligning with that feeling that is where it's going to make the difference for you. Because instead of getting caught up in the, oh, I should be achieving this, I should be doing this for myself this year. And we what the shoulds mean is that we can get stuck in comparison. We can be setting really high expectations for ourselves. When we get stuck in that comparison and the comparison trap, you might subconsciously actually be setting goals for yourself that are based on what other people around you have or what they're doing without realizing that that's just comparison coming in and it maybe isn't something that you want to be achieving for yourself. So by connecting back to that feeling to those words that you want to be embodying, it means that you're more aligned with you and what you want for the year what you want for your weeks and your months and what you want to be feeling this year rather than looking at what other people are doing, what other people are achieving, maybe what other people's goals are for their life this year and really connecting back to you. And this is the key because like I said earlier as well, when we think about then moving a step on from that, okay, well, how does my lifestyle support these feelings or these words that I want to be embodying this year? Let's say, for example, a feeling is balanced. I want to feel balanced. It is a word that I want to be embodying more of this year, balanced. Then when you think about your current habits, your current lifestyle, does that feel balanced for you? Do you have things that you're already doing 
to help you to feel like, okay, yes, I am maybe like a bit of a high achiever or a bit of a perfectionist, or I notice that I can maybe procrastinate in some of these certain areas, or I notice that, yes, I'm quite busy and I'm doing all of the things in this area of my life, but I also have these other things that I do that help me to give back to myself, that help me to fill my cup back up. And so that helps to bring me a sense of balance that I can recognize that I'm putting in the work here, I'm doing the things here, but I'm also bringing in some balance and giving back to myself. And that feels in alignment for me this year. Or on the other hand, we might notice that, okay, I actually don't really feel a sense of balance at the moment. What does that look like for me? What are the habits and routines that I have right now that I can just tweak a little bit? And again, you guys will already know that I am very big on not making huge, big, gigantic changes because that in itself feels overwhelming and life can be overwhelming enough as it is already. So really getting clear on, okay, what am I switching up just a little bit? Like, what do I already do for myself? Maybe there's something excuse me, something that you're doing in the mornings, you've got your little morning routine. And when I talk about morning routine, guys, this does not have to be, you know, 15 different things. If that's achievable for you and you want to be doing that, amazing. But honestly, most of the time, my morning routine lately has looked like setting my alarm, getting up around 6, 6.30, doing my skincare, washing my face, doing a workout, doing a quick five to seven minute meditation and cooking my breakfast and Ollie's breakfast. That's literally my morning routine. It's really nothing fancy, but it's what works for me at the moment. It helps me to feel that sense of balance because I'm giving back to myself. I'm moving my body. I'm making myself a nourishing breakfast. I'm doing my skincare and looking after my skin before the busyness of the day happens, before Ollie gets up and I've given back to myself. So you can see that I'm already doing things that help me to feel in alignment with that feeling of balanced or that embodying that word balance. But I can probably also identify that there is some other things that I'm doing that don't feel too balanced or that I am kind of over committing myself in, which is fine. It's all about recognizing, okay, how is my current lifestyle looking? What would I like my lifestyle to look? What would my lifestyle look like? Sorry, if I was living in alignment with this word or this feeling And what does it look like to shake things up a little bit? Also, how can I be proud of myself for the things I'm already doing that is in alignment with this word or this feeling for me? So I hope that that feels good for you. I hope that that gives you a bit of a different perspective on New Year's resolutions, of setting goals for yourself, of how we can kind of find a meet in the middle point instead of making, like I said, those huge big life changes and putting so much pressure on yourself and then feeling like, oh gosh, if I'm not achieving this, if I haven't gotten to this point, then, you know, I just need to give up. And also, like I was saying at the start, very quickly to finish off on, it's okay if you start to take action on a goal and you get a few weeks or a few months down the track and you realize, ah, this just doesn't feel how I thought it was going to feel, or it doesn't look how I thought it was going to look. Maybe you've started to apply for other jobs. Maybe you have set yourself a fitness goal and you realize that this isn't actually 
a way that I like to move my body. Maybe you, oh gosh, I, I, my, I've gone blank. But anyway, thinking about your goal, maybe you start to notice that, oh, I have another example. Maybe you start to study a new subject this year and you're realizing, I actually don't really enjoy this. This looks or feels totally different to what I thought it was going to. There's nothing wrong with that. What we want to do then is connect back to, okay, what was my original goal? What are the things I don't like about this goal now? Why doesn't it feel good for me? And what can I change here? Maybe the original goal is like, okay, well, I know I wanted to study or I know I wanted to learn something this year. This particular topic isn't feeling good for me right now. How can I change this? So we're reflecting and we are pivoting. How can I pivot this so it is something that feels good for me that I want to be doing? Again, if we're looking at our fitness goal, okay, I thought I was going to enjoy this activity, joining up at this certain gym, doing this certain movement with my body, and now I realize it's not actually as enjoyable as what I thought it was going to be. All right, well, my goal is still that I would like to move my body or my goal is still whatever it is for you, but what do I actually want to be doing? How can I pivot and change this so that I'm still achieving the ultimate goal of movement or whatever it is, but I'm actually making this feel good for me. I'm allowed to change. I'm human. I am allowed to ebb and flow and change my mind and continue to connect back to what feels good for me. Again, we're connecting back to that intuition that you have within yourself, what feels good for me, not what other people are doing, not what feels good for other people. Because yes, we can gain inspiration from what others are doing. We can get different ideas. Maybe you do want to start at a new gym or you you do want to do a new gym class or start a new healthy eating plan or start meal planning, like whatever it is. Again, thousands of different goals that can be coming to mind for you, but Just because someone else is doing it and you've gained inspiration from that, if it doesn't feel good for you, that's a big reason why you're probably not going to be feeling motivated to stick to that. So instead of giving up on your goals altogether, reflect, think about what doesn't feel good for you and then pivot. How can I still stick to the core idea of this goal? This was the main overarching theme here that I want to have more time with my friends. I want to feel more balanced. I want to be moving my body. I would like to be eating more nourishing foods and fueling my body in that way. Whatever the overarching goal is, okay, can I pivot? What is something else I could try that might feel good for me? And if you are continually reflecting and making small pivots throughout the course of this year, you are really going to be on your way to feeling how you want to be feeling. And at the end of the day, this is the ultimate goal. The action steps that you're taking, the habits and the routines that you have, the lifestyle that you're creating for yourself is going to be so positively impacted purely by focusing on how you want to be feeling and reflecting and pivoting to be moving towards that feeling and changing it up as you go to reconnect back to yourself every single time, connect back to that intuition. How does this feel for me? Alrighty guys, 
I've kept you for long enough today. I hope that there's been some takeaways for you. I would love to hear what your takeaways are. Come and share them over in the Facebook group if you would like to come and join in the Facebook group, the Glow Up Mind, Body and Soul Reset. There is also a Nourishing Amy podcast community Facebook group if you're a member in there. I would love to hear from you guys. Let me know what you're enjoying. Share this episode over on your stories if you feel like it's something that you have really got something out of. If you think that your friends would enjoy the podcast episode as well. Guys, it is just me recording these podcast episodes. I am not a part of any big companies or anything like that for this podcast. So the only way that other people are going to be able to hear about the podcast is literally from you sharing. And it means the absolute world. I actually get goosebumps and it gives me all the warm, fuzzy feelings when I see you guys sharing and I appreciate it so, so much. I hope you have a beautiful week. I can't wait to hear what your goals are and I'll talk to you in our next episode. If you liked this episode, I would love for you to screenshot and tag me on Instagram. You guys have no idea how much that absolutely makes my day. I get such a big smile on my face. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. And I hope that you have gotten something from this episode. If you want to hang out more, you can search the Nourishing Amy podcast community in Facebook and come and join our group. We're talking all things life, love, overwhelm and everything in between. You can share your funny memes, your stories, and all of the life stuff. If you would like to get in contact with me, please don't hesitate to reach out and shoot me a message on Instagram. You can find me at amy underscore Rankin. Last but not least, it really helps to support my podcast when you subscribe and leave a review on whatever app it is that you listen to this podcast on. I am just a little independent podcaster and every subscribe and review helps my podcast to be seen and heard by more people and to help more people get their sparkle back. Thank you again so much for being with me and have a fantastic day.